What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Chop Sports Fight Factory, brought to you by the Feel Good Factory and Dudes Gourmet. It is Sturch and it is Rob today. We have Tommy on assignment. He's been relocated to uh, Afghanistan at this point. He says there's no internet, so he's got nowhere to go. But this is a, a very special show today uh, because obviously, yeah, we'll talk some AEW, uh, was it Forbidden, Forbidden Door. Door? We'll talk about a lot of stuff going on, but it's a very special episode today because for the first time in studio, now, again, history lesson of people who don't know me and what I've done before all this chop sports stuff uh, is that I used to work in the world, the wonderful world of education. Um, and, uh, I was a one-on-one paraprofessional. What that means is like any of the problem students and not that you were a problem student. You are maybe a student that has a disability or we'll that, that too. That's, obviously that's why I was paired. Pull the mic, pull the mic a little closer to you, buddy. Uh, there you go. No good. You're good. Uh, so I got my buddy who I met in fifth grade. He corrected me. I said fourth grade on the daily show today. He corrected me when we went out to lunch together today. Danny Walsh is in the building and he is my student who I met in fifth grade and he moved down to north carolina south carolina south i'm carolina. on a roll today south <laughs> carolina with his family uh and as soon as he moved rob bro i was like i'm done with this job that was my boy like i, I don't want to work here anymore right so uh i left and lo and behold he's back for the first time in what seems to be years, years upon year three years it's been since he's been in new jersey but the reason why he's here on the fight factory today is because he will more than likely crush me rob and tommy in wrestling trivia this kid knows it all and we're bringing him on the show today danny welcome thank you for having me thank I'm you very excited bro very excited we had you in here for the live show today so you've been chilling got to took him to mj's rob mj's yeah. nice. sat him at the bar no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> we, we got ourselves had a, a few boot. drinks had I, a <laughs> oh my god <laughs> his mother's gonna kill me um i uh we um what you call I've never seen a kid eat a hamburger as fast as I saw him devour this thing. Do you know Dave doesn't eat meat? <laughs> he knows. He's well aware. Only pizza. Oh, I'm very well aware. I mean, I've seen this guy carry gallons of water every single day. So, yeah. so we go way back. He's a big wrestling fan. Uh, there's a lot of wrestling to get into tonight. Tonight, Rob, we all know what's happening tonight. As we record this, it is a Monday. So it's before Monday Night Raw. But the biggest thing is 20 years. 20 years of... Cena. John Cena. And his name is John Cena. <laughs> right. Now, before the show, you were saying, what, what music do you want him to come out to tonight? I want him to come out to Basic Thugonomics, but that's just me personally. Because, I mean, that was... I mean, that wasn't his original theme song, but, like, that was his most popular one, you know? Do you think Basic Thugonomics is more popular than the... Da, oh, da, 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 right? Definitely, man. I yeah. mean, people oh, wow. love that gimmick way more than, the, like, the, oh, I'm for the kids and everything. <laughs> <laughs> this is coming from a, a true uh, Mark over there. <laughs> well, look what it, look what that did for him, though. Now he's in movies, shows. I mean, it took him away from wrestling for, for a while, but... Yeah, I, that's true. I mean, he, he turned out to be, like, kind of like The Rock, what he hated in the first place. That's so funny he says that. I definitely, what did I watch? I've been like diving into some old school Peacock stuff and I remember the feud, the, obviously going into their first match, Rock and uh, Cena, and I was like, man, I was like, he was attacking Rock hard for just leaving the WWE high and dry and all of a sudden, he did the same thing. I mean, well, he literally went to Hollywood. He made a couple of successful movies, and then the rest is history. That's it. He's gone. I mean, he did apologize to The Rock for it, but I mean, I, I still think he has a little thing against him. I'm, I'm not going to Do you lie. think there's real heat there between uh, him, him and The I Rock? I think there's always going to be like... Um, Top guy heat? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I think like the next one to do this is Roman. Like Roman's going to start looking at like movie roles and stuff. I got a feeling... Yeah. 
Like that? Roman could have definitely played Aquaman. He should have played Aquaman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think that could have been a thing. Like if if Aquaman hadn't come out yet, I bet you he would probably definitely be in the for running that. for. He looks just for like Aquaman. the guy. Was it like Jason they, Momoa? Or they could something? do a movie now with like a, a, the bad op, like a Venom, but it's Roman Reigns and as Aquaman. Right, like a knockoff. Be, oh, we don't have Aquaman. We got Aquaman what, at home. What a movie though that would be though. I know. I know. <laughs> That's so, your tribal chief right there. I mean, wasn't listen. wait, wasn't Roman in uh, Fast and Furious though? Yes. The yeah, he, he was. was. He had uh, a scene Hobbs and Shaw, right? Wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he had a scene. Maybe in there that doing... was him dipping his feet in the water. You, maybe that's why he's taking part time now. No, maybe. Look at that. Get that See? money knows his stuff. I, I like him already more than Tommy. Like by <laughs> leaps and bounds. Uh, shout out to Tommy. who's probably listening. Like I knew it. I knew it. Like Tommy got me kicked off Facebook yesterday. So I was very disappointed uh, with Tommy in in that regard. So anyway, we'll get into Cena, more Cena there. But last night, AEW, Forbidden Door, another pay-per-view comes and goes for AEW. On a scale of 1 to 10, Rob, you obviously didn't watch it in its entirety, but you saw highlights. You saw this, like, broke-down version on YouTube. What would you give it overall score 1 to 10? I would honestly, and it's, for me, this is a good score. I would say it was a 6 out of 10, especially okay. from what I see online. It's a lot of positive buzz because of how negative the lead-up was to it. Now, was there there were some things that went wrong throughout the show, but the, every match you go on and look, and they say it was an absolute banger. Like, everything was good. Mm. People loved it. People want another one. Supposedly, there's going to be another one. It's a good concept. Everybody loves it, but they got to get everybody involved. Right, right. So, so Danny, uh, you, you just started liking AEW, taking a taking a liking to AEW. Yeah, when AEW first started, I didn't care for the idea. I, 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 I know what I remember. Ever. I remember having a text conversation with you about it. I said, I'd watch Wednesdays. You're like, eh, I don't know about that. You know? Yeah, and, I, I always called. I, I used to call it WCW two. That's what, <laughs> that's what I called it because I mean they take all the WWE wrestlers and they use them for themselves. <laughs> and then I, I, that's what I saw it as. But now, now as WWE is getting a little more stale, I guess you could call it, I, I started to really venture into it. I really started to look into it. And it, it's better than I expected it would be. Now, what's your favorite sh- wrestling show right now on TV? I'd say W over WWE. Oh, wow. So really? Dynamite, yeah, so Dynamite I, overall. Yeah, I, I'd say Dynamite. I think they produce it a lot better than like they do Raw and SmackDown. It does give me some like good time, good good WCW vibes. You know what I'm saying? Like the yeah. good times of WCW. Yeah. Those are the vibes it, it gives me. Uh, I've always said that the roster's been loaded top to bottom. I don't know. Was, they don't really have a, quote, developmental. You know, they're, they're just kind of grabbing the greatest... Uh, the sunshines of the of the indie world to come mm-hmm. on over there and, and do their thing. In fact, tonight, uh, pretty sure on YouTube where they do AEW Dark, right, or Elevation or something like that, they have yeah. a couple. Uh, YouTube do you watch series. all that too? I've watched a bit of it. Like I know I watched an episode where Matt Seidel was on there. I forget who he faced. But he still I, got the third eye thing going on. Or? Yeah, he's still <laughs> doing that. Oh, I, I I absolutely love Matt Seidel. He was really good. I think they should have you know had him on for a little bit longer. But from what I know of, he's not on there anymore. So wow. Mm. Yeah. So it's it's, a shame. it seems like talent's going in and out. Um, building you know building certain guys over there is difficult. That the reason why it's difficult, Rob, you know this, the roster is ridiculously it's huge. huge. It's it's just there's too many. Also a big problem is I said this behind, you know, the scenes and everything. Everybody's just in a group. It's always like inner circle, dark order, no matter what. They're all in like one giant group. So I think it's, it's a way to get them all on TV. I, I guess I understand that, but at the same time, that causes issue for like the singles division. Yep. If you If you want one person to fight, and you want two, if you want two people to fight, and you want them to only just be those two, 
with one giant, with two giant groups, you're not going to have that. You're going to have one person interfering with the next one, and, and that just gets an, a stupid idea. So That's I have, the one thing I can complain about AEW. About, I don't like that it's idea. It's just too much jumbling around. Yeah, it's just it, Are they want to fit everybody on the screen. They want to mash And I understand that because WWE doesn't do that enough, but I, I just don't care for the idea. Does it worry you that Triple H has come home to NXT? Have you heard that news yet? Is, it, is that a thing? Oh, yeah. He went. To, he showed up at the Performance Center on Friday, walked in. They had a meeting. He literally came in the room. Daddy's back. Okay, that but that doesn't, mean, that doesn't mean that it. NXT 2.0 is going to be like the old NXT. That's I have faith in Triple H. It, when they rebranded it, it just kind of stunk. I, I think so, I too. I think, you that, know, I think the you rebranding know, fell on its fell yeah, very But flat. that was a Bruce, Bruce Pritchard, Vince McMahon thing, the NXT 2.0. That's true, 2. it was. It, Vince it, it, is, Vince, but Triple H had no say in it. They, yeah. they forced him to do it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe now that he's back, he could do it. But I, I don't see him rebuilding it from the ground up like he did. That's true. I, I don't think it's going to go away from the whole light up everything. You know, that what they yeah, did now yes. where it's all lit up. But they have a good roster, yeah, a really good, a good roster. roster. Oh yeah, definitely. So it's definitely enough to. Uh, I'm excited about the women's division for NXT. The women's division is so young and so talented that all the stuff going on right now with Sasha Banks and Charlotte's another one that they say could be leaving. We jump and Honestly, trip to AEW. I kind of, I kind of hope Charlotte does. I mean, they've just they've been building off of Charlotte for so many years. Again, gone stale. But when you're the best woman on the roster. Are you going to take a backseat to anybody else? True, but they also have people they could have built off of. Mm-hmm. Like aside from Charlotte, like they could have built off Becky Lynch, Bailey, Oscar. They gave is them Bailey tr- back. Where yet? is Bailey? Actually, funny thing, they're saying Bailey's going to return in Money in the Bank. They're saying Oof. she will in the match because they said that she's cleared to compete now because she you know tore. I think it was an ACL. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, they're saying that she's going to return in Money in the Bank. I'm really hoping she does because. That's one top woman they've been missing on their roster. Has for Bailey a year. won Money in the Bank before? She has. She has. Yeah. 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 I think I remember. The reason they're saying they're not going to do it to her so fast. The reason they're saying that she'll return is because now that she's cleared to compete, and also because recently, I think it was a Friday, she posted a, a, an image of her in a hotel room holding the Money in the Bank briefcase. Oh, why man. just randomly post that? That's just why to people get just people give you a little wrench little to, to make you. You know what? It's doing its purpose. Yeah. Because now you're talking about it, yeah, right? Because now is. you're like, oh, I'm Definitely. curious. Yeah. So when is uh, Money in the Bank's coming up? The yeah, second. July second. Yeah. Oh, so this wait. So this Saturday. This Saturday. Saturday. This Saturday. This Saturday. It's, it's a Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. I don't know why. They're wait a minute. Saturday. Saturday? Yeah. It's on a Saturday. Fantastic. I love it. I love <laughs> WWE events on a Saturday, man. Plus, I got my daughter's birthday on Sunday. Oh, UFC is <laughs> the next day too. I think though, or something. I don't know. Fourth of July is Monday. So Money in the Bank is Sunday. Is Saturday. The card's not even fully set up yet, though, right? Also, I want to point this out. The women's Money in the Bank has more women in it than the men's does. This men year? Has, yeah, men only have five. Women have six in it. All right. Why is that? I, Announced I or know. like the whole match is going to be that way? I don't know. Maybe they'll bring somebody in as like a surprise thing. Like, well, like, Rob, didn't like, you have yeah. an inkling that maybe Cena joins Money I, in the Bank? I, the men? I, I'm, that's just me talking. I, I'm just. I don't see why they wouldn't do that. They still need two more people. I I know like there's still like two bodies missing in the graphic. Why not, dude? I know they're saying they want the Austin. Who's in theory. it so far? It's Rollins, Sheamus, Drew, Drew McIntyre, McIntyre, and that might be it. No, for now. no. There's one more person. I forget. Uh, so it's it's Sammy, Sammy Zayn. Ah, uh, yes. All right. Sammy so there's Zane. four guys in and two more. Two announcements? more are coming. Yep. Yeah. What if? What if? What if? Um, 
I got it. I know. I got no, no, no. It's it's five people. They're just missing a, a single a one. I think it's only one two, person man. missing. Yeah, it's one person missing. Then I can see this happening. Ready for this? This mm -hmm. little Swervsky. I see. Uh, I see Austin Theory being the fifth man, and then him about to win it. Oh, and so then Cena comes out and costs him the match, and that sets up their big time feud. Oh, like so an, like an attitude adjustment off the ladder type shit. Oh, we're wrong. So it's Wait, so five men are in right now. It's almost. Oh, Omos is in it? Seth? Oh, yeah. Oh, Omos Jesus. is in it. I forgot about uh, that one. Drew, Sheamus, Sami Zayn, and they said that we've got three more entrants coming there's this gonna week. There's going to be eight guys? That's what it says. Eight guys? And there's only six. And, and the women's have eight, too. This is also an eight-person match. Oh yeah, my. so both were eight-person okay, matches. Okay, I feel like they built up too so. late for this match. That's why there's so many people missing here. Yeah, there's only five so right now, attention. so three well, more. You were just, we were just talking about this about Forbidden Door. We were saying that... There wasn't Terrible a good build, lead up. bad build, but great pay-per-view. So maybe we're looking at the same scenario. Bad build up, you know, poor advertisement, and then all of a sudden you got yourself you, a, a banger of a, of a pay-per-view. Do you think the winner of the Money in the Bank has been announced? So, like, the, for the five people that are in the match, we got almost mm -hmm. Seth, Drew, Sheamus, Sammy. Are one of them going to win Money in the Bank? I, I can see Seth winning, but I don't see anybody else winning it. I don't I can't see Sheamus winning. He hasn't done anything in years. Or maybe this is this He's is won what, it before too. I mean yes, maybe But maybe, maybe this is the thing that they need for the next And remember push. Yeah, this true. summer they're going to England. So why not yeah. give it to someone like Drew or Sheamus? You think they cash in at that that one pay per view? Oh, but you mean at SummerSlam? No, 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 it's SummerSlam. not at SummerSlam. Oh. What's it uh, called? Uh, uh, castle, the Battle in the Castle. Or battle, yeah. Right? So it's something in like England or whatever. So that yeah. would be interesting. Oh, see, there's plenty of there's ways they can but go. But here again, I'll say it again. I say it every week because we thought of it and how badass that is. It will not happen. <laughs> That's why I think <laughs> because so. wrestling I, it does not listen to the fans. I stand by that because every time someone comes up with like a speculation online, more than likely the time. WWE doesn't do it because they don't want it to be that predictable. I mean, we can think of it, but they want to, but they end up going with the most predictable room because that's what they're known for. Yeah, that's why. That's why when they hit you something out of left field, it's like shocking. Nobody expected Finn mm. Balor to take out Edge and that yeah, whole thing. But, like, I mean, most of the time that doesn't work out. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna work out either. To tell you the truth, I don't even understand it. Why would has why Edge would they Edge have, has not come back since? Right? No. no. Why would they have the whole team? Go against the person who started it like this. Like, what's the what's the payoff of this? That's I don't. My so question. here, so what I've he's learning so quickly. What <laughs> I've heard, what I've heard was they wanted Balor was supposed to join no matter what. It was always supposed to be the four of them. Mm -hmm. They wanted to turn it into like a supernatural kind of thing, like the Undertaker's kind of thing, yeah. kind of. Yeah, like and the, Edge the did not want to do that, so they were like, listen. They tried to talk him into. He said no, and then it was bought in that he could do that and maybe wrestle Cena or Orton again or something. But that that's where they went with it. So wait a minute. So he came up with the group concept. Yes, they wanted to spin they the group, to turn it supernatural. And Edge was like, "Nah, that's nope, all right. I don't want to do that." And then they're like, yeah. "All right, then you're out. Then you're out." Yeah. That's so there isn't any payoff to this. They just did it because they didn't, Edge didn't want to go with their idea. That's, yeah. Welcome to WWE. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't say I'm too surprised about it's it. Edge, though. Like, maybe yeah. if it wasn't Edge, they'd be like, "Too bad." But maybe. I mean, yeah. it's Edge. But my thing is like, you just cut your hair. So like, what? Why? Well, now it, I mean, I don't know. He got turned on, so now you would assume he comes back babyface. He's always talked about facing Balor in a big match. Okay, but I, I want to point this out. They just turned Edge heel a few months ago. I know. Like right before WrestleMania, he turned heel. Mm -hmm. Why would they turn a babyface right now? Like what? What could they possibly well, do? To well, make then that why? Would, all right, if they were going to keep him heel, why have him get turned on? 
Fair you know, point. when the, yeah, when the leader when the leader goes down, I'll remember this. I'll, I'll take you back way back. Okay, mm-hmm. way back in a day, once upon right. a time, right? There was a group called the Nation of Domination. Oh, okay, Farouk right. was the leader, right? Yeah. They turned on him, and The Rock became the leader of the nation, and then Farouk was cheered going forward. Okay. And everybody hated Farouk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So true. The fact okay. that they turned him that's on true. the time. Yeah, but that's true, but Farouk didn't turn into a big star, like say like The Rock did. He didn't turn into a big no, star. No, I'm not... Well, Farouk the also... He's already a star. He doesn't true. need yeah, a star. I guess yeah. that's a fair point. It's going to be interesting, and it's, it's interesting because we have all these injuries right now, right? So you got Cody, Randy yeah. Orton... Uh, look at the AEW side too. Uh, Adam Cole's hurt. Brand, uh, Daniel Bryan, CM Punk. Do you think the strong? Remember we were talking strong style earlier. Do you think the strong style wrestlers are doing right now are hurting more wrestlers right now? Or I can go on and on or into this deep, but I won't. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like strong style to me should be kept where it is. And not introduced and incorporated into the product you see on television each and every week, whether it be Monday, Wednesday, or Friday, whatever. I don't think the strong style works for the fan base that is right now. Yes, there's a rabid fan base, cult-like fan base down in AEW. But, like, those kids, the kids that are growing up watching this, they have no idea. Like, right now, they don't know it's fake, right? The the, the young kids, young kids. But if you start laying the shots in like these guys do with strong style it's going to ruin the presentation of the professional wrestling sport i think strong style needs to just stay in japan and if that's where it started stay over there i like that style it's cool for over there not for over here because it's like what are we trying to tell the people like oh wrestling's fake except if you're doing strong style then it's then they're laying it in they, I, we I, should all believe that they're laying it in every day and every move. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. You think about that, like imagine you know you obviously you have a brother. I have a brother. I don't, I don't know if you have a brother. I have, I have two brothers. But me and my brother, we would wrestle in the room and suplex and rock bottom and yeah. fake imagine punch if, and fake imagine kicks. Imagine if I gave my brother <laughs> yes. a stiff elbow. In right. Face. Oh, by the way, my we're going strong style in this match. Me. Like what? <laughs> what do you mean strong style? Like yeah, we're gonna just kick the shit out of each other. Like no, man. That's like that's the like the art of wrestling, the pro wrestling. That I grew up watching, that you guys grew up, or at least Rob grew up watching, and, and partially Danny too. Um, I feel like it was—it's an art. It's a—it's an art to make the punch look as real as possible mm-hmm. without being real as possible. Well, right. I also feel wrestling is a, is a art of trying to make a story come to life. Like yeah, like 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 you know they have the storyline idea. Like one person does this and the other person does this to make something else mad. That's the whole point. They're trying to make you believe in this whole story, and that's why they want to kick the crap out of each other. That's why. But have you ever, if you go back and watch any Bret Hart match, right? Mm-hmm. Bret Hart's finisher was the sharpshooter, right? Yeah. Every single match, Bret Hart made sure he worked your leg. If whether he took you to the outside and put you in a, 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 a sharpshooter, yeah. all the time he right. made sure your leg was. Ric Flair did that as well. That's true. Why don't wrestlers do that now? There's no attacking certain body parts. You know who still does like the Garvin stomp? Randy Orton. These these old yeah, he, school mentality guys, like they pick you apart. These new guys, all they want to do is fly around and just, you know, and now I sound like a fucking it's cornet. It's true though. But like, it's like, it, it, I feel like the art of wrestling, like I, I really, really have gotten into the Regal group that he's made down there because it feels like there's wrestling involved with Moxley and uh, Danielson and, and, now, and now Claudio or yeah. uh, Cesaro, right? All these guys, they are pro wrestlers, you know, like this, 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 you know, do nine, 
rotations in the air shit just to make it like ooh ah I get that but it's just like it's so dangerous man well, actually people are their careers are going to be shortened yeah. because of this it's, shit. it's for funny real. you mentioned pro wrestling WWE doesn't like the term pro wrestlers right. they cuz they use the term entertainers right. not pro wrestlers so i mean technically i don't think they're trying to make you believe oh, this guy's really hurt or anything. What they're trying to make, again, what I go back to is they try and make you believe in the story. That's what entertaining is. Pro wrestling is trying to make you believe in the move. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. But uh, all right, let's take a break. And when we come back, we're going to go nostalgia. All right, we, we've talked a lot about, obviously, what's what's happened thus far in the world of wrestling. We got Raw tonight, Cena's back, Forbidden Door comes and goes. We didn't really dive too, too much into Forbidden Door. Like, again, some t- did any titles change hand, Rob? No. I don't think so. Well, John Moxley F- became the interim AEW Well, yeah, champion. John Moxley came interim champion. FTR won the IWGP Tag Team Champions. Okay, so those two. But, uh, what about, wasn't there a Pac is Mid-Atlantic? The new, Pac is the new uh, All-Atlantic. Yeah. Whatever they're called. Yeah. Okay, so Pac. So they're going to give him a nice run. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Pac. That all makes sense. I, I don't see, uh, again. He deserves it. He's a day one guy. Yes. A day yeah. one all uh, AEW guy and another so. one who's just misused by WWE. Oh, like the guy is big time. All Star. world talent. I mean, a lot of AEW guys are just guys were misused by WWE. Yeah. That's all that's yeah. really kind of built off of. I mean, look, you had Cody Rhodes, Jericho. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. You're right. You're right. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we got some. We're gonna quiz Danny. See, see how Ooh. deep his knowledge goes. All right, we'll be right back. Guys, it's time to give the big seasoning companies the big FU. They've been lying to you for years, manipulating the numbers, rounding down the calorie counts, and adding shit that's not even food quality without your knowledge. Dude's Gourmet is the best natural seasonings with no additives, no filler, and no caking agents, just pure flavor. Head on over to dudesgourmet.com right now and choose one of their premier rubs from their espresso rub, everything minus the bagel, sweet baby Jesus, or how about their pizza dude's got 30 seconds. Put Dude's Gourmet seasonings and rubs on all of your favorite burgers, steaks, seafood, vegetables, anything that needs that extra kick. Right now, get free shipping for orders over $50 with the promo code OSHIP. That's a capital O. Follow them on Instagram at Dude's Gourmet. Visit their website right now, dudesgourmet.com. Established in 2017, the Feel Good Factory is here for all of your high-quality CBD products. All products are manufactured in Long Island, New York in an ISO 6 clean room. They create everything from creams, gummies, and even pet products, and always third-party tested and curated with quality ingredients. They offer shipping throughout the USA and offer curbside delivery on Mondays and Fridays. Right now, if you use the promo code CHOPSPORTS, you'll get 25% off of all products. Call them today at 888-519-1139 or visit their website, thefeelgoodfactory.com, or on Instagram at thefeelgoodfactorycbd. All right, welcome back to the Chop Sports Fight Factory featuring myself, Dave Sturcio, alongside Rasslin' Rob, and of course, Danny the Destroyer Walsh. I don't know, I'm just trying to kind of come up with a name for you. But uh, Danny Walsh in the building, my former student. He is now uh, resides in almost Flair Country. I guess Flair Country is kind of North Carolina, but yeah, South right. Carolina. Uh, Danny is uh, visiting for the uh, for the last week, so we're excited to have him in studio here at Chop Studios, uh, chopping it up with the Chop Sports Fight Factory. Now, we talked about... The obviously the um, Forbidden Door. We talked about some Cena returns. Now I gotta ask Danny some questions, and maybe we can stump him. Okay, Rob, let's try to stump this kid. All right, let's. It, it might be easy. We, let's not get too crazy. Let's let's layups first, and then we'll try to we'll try to stump him. All right, I think he's he's, he's well equipped for a game like this. Okay, with the return of John Cena, Danny. Okay, mm. who did he debut against in the WWE? Kurt Angle. Okay. Well, see, that's the layup, right? That's the <laughs> that's the easy layup. Now, what did he say he possessed again? 
ruthless aggression. <laughs> See, Did you ever see when they tried to redo that in NXT with Carmelo Hayes and yeah, Adam I Cole? No. <laughs> I saw it. It was that had to be brutal. Yeah, it, it, it was brutal. It just it's brutal and then you do nothing with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's gone. You know? oh, just, All right. Let's see here. Let's see here. Okay. So he won uh John Cena won the United States Championship. That was his first title. Who'd he beat? Ooh, uh, let's see. That's a tough one, but I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, it was the big show. It was the big show, ladies and gentlemen. Wasn't that a pay-per-view? WrestleMania, WrestleMania, actually. I believe WrestleMania 20, 20. I think. 20. Do you remember yeah. how little? Which, by the way, is one of the greatest, 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 which they don't even talk about because of obvious reasons. Greatest main events, maybe, of all time. The triple threat between uh, yeah. Triple H, Shawn Michaels, yeah. and Benoit. Uh, don't say the last one. <laughs> Come on, we can't say that. No, you're not censoring. This is an uncensored podcast. Speaking of uncensored podcasts, you can hear more takes from Danny Walsh on his podcast. What's the name of it again? Uncensored Pro Wrestling Podcast. There you go. So he has his own podcast where he's got his boys down in South Carolina. They get together, talk some shop, um, mm-hmm. which is, you know, we can maybe do a crossover episode one day. We'll talk Ooh, some shop. Uh, but all right. So, Rob, hit him with a John Cena-related trivia question. Hmm. Who did John Cena return? When he returned the thugonomic gimmick at WrestleMania, was it 35? Yep. Who did he face? Elias. Was it Elias? Yeah, it was Elias. <laughs> didn't, he, didn't he do the uh, the Undertaker match with Elias too? He he first Undertaker, but that wasn't as his thugonomics gimmick. But Remember, he came, he but came out of the crowd. Remember, he was excited because he was there and stuff. Yeah. Remember didn't that he crap? Do, well, didn't he do something with Elias that night too? No. Wait, maybe he did. I don't really remember. That. He did. I, he, I did see something just recently. I guess it popped up on somebody's Instagram or something where, yeah, he was dissing Elias, bro. First of all. That Elias and Ezekiel thing the other week, last week, was the greatest Genius. thing they've done in so long. Danny, how do you feel about the Elias and Ezekiel thing? Oh my God, I think it's the stupidest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my See, life. Us old heads, man, I'm telling you, this is the kind of shit that when I like. When you saw Elias in the ring, did you, did you think it was fake? No, I didn't think it was fake. No, I'm, I'm a bro, new guy. The, I'm bro, a new the, guy. they really need to work on the beard. That look, that couldn't have been a worse. But, but I was beard. like, I was like, that's a, if I was in the crowd though, I might have thought true. If you're it was far him. away. If you're I far like away, it. like all in the nosebleeds, <laughs> nosebleeds. I can't speak today. Nosebleeds, <laughs> nosebleeds, nosebleeds yeah. yeah, yeah. If you're if you're up in those seats, maybe you couldn't tell. But I mean, it, it's kind of. But obvious. I'm glad they thought enough to let's let's do CG, CGI because oh, so I'm like not something stupid. Bro, them sitting across from each other talking to each other. Like, Bro, it was like, like for like ten minutes. And the best part, is, the best part is when he's in the ring and he's in the ring with Elias, and then uh, Owens goes to the back and he trips and he gets yes, up and he's, he's like, like, "It's a lot." Ezekiel's there. I'm like, "Bro, this is so I good." I find it funny because they were in the ring and then he's like, "You, you are Elias, and he, and you are also Ezekiel." And then Ezekiel appears on the Titantron <laughs> like it's li- like it's a live thing. Oh, no, yeah. they never were like that. No. <laughs> Danny's trying to peel back the curtain here. He's like, "You know what? I'm exposing all of this." All right. So more John Cena stuff. All right, John Cena, 20 years. Okay, I got a good one. All right. We watched, it, when, when I was your para, mm-hmm. there was a class where it was almost summer vacation, so almost around this time, right? Okay. We watched a John Cena match on your laptop. Who was it against? Oh, it was against Rob Van Dam at ECW. Yes, it was. That's like my favorite. That's one of, yeah, yes. Yeah, it was ECW. And then I think, we followed it, I think we followed it up with CM Punk. Yeah, uh, at Bunny CM in the Bank. 2011. Yeah, yeah, dude. So we're, we're watching that. I, that's true, though. That Rob Van Dam well, skit. It's, I don't know if it, it the, was the funny edge on thing how really much they the, the edge thing really the edge thing really threw me for a loop. Like I don't know if you needed that, you know what I mean? But I guess that you did need it for the finish for the for, for like the whole WWE story, I guess. But like 
that was the only place that match could take place. I know. I also the find only I place. missed that crowd. I missed. How about the, Cena like, like just taking it too? Yeah, yeah. Like, you absolutely. Guys, the you match today, no, I bet you today a wrestler would be like, no, I'm not going out there. Right, Don't exactly. stuff at me. Uh-huh. You, guys <laughs> ever, you guys ever see on the network where where you see the guy wiping his butt with John Cena's shirt? Yeah, dude. Yeah, it was. <laughs> was well, they kept throwing the shirt back at him for like yeah. ten minutes. Like you, nobody wants your shirt, bro. I also find it funny. We were watching two John Cena matches back to back, and both of them they said if John Cena. Cena wins, we riot. That's true. That is oh, true. That's man. right. And he but, lost uh, both of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. No riot. <laughs> so we're good. Yeah. No riot there. Um, but yeah, well, it was a lot of fun. Um, back in the day, we used to, I used yeah. to get, you know, I was like, last day of school, bro. Like, come on. We're watching some like, wrestling yeah, I, on YouTube. I remember on Stone Cold Steve Austin Day 316, we watched Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Brett the Hitman Hart WrestleMania 13. It's like, it's like, no like way. The greatest hit, matches ever. Without me schmoozing some of these teachers, there's no way that, that he would have passed all these classes. <laughs> we, we, we totally watched too much wrestling. Like, there's no way we were actually getting when he worked At on. least we were watching, like, good <laughs> we're wrestling We're pulling back now. the curtain here of, of what this kid has actually done in fifth, sixth grade. Hey, uh, hey. Just because that may have happened does not mean I'm an idiot. I know exactly <laughs> I what I'm say doing that. in school. I didn't say that. I know you didn't. <laughs> oh, man. Good but times. look, you talk about CM Punk, right, being over in AEW. Could you yeah. imagine WrestleMania, Cena's in the ring, he's coming back, he's kissing the fans, it's about to go off, CM Punk's music hits? That would be the a moment. People with head would explode. Oh my god, yeah, but I mean, it's never going to happen. Hey, we didn't it. think we'd see Cody Rhodes show up at WrestleMania, did we? That's not a hundred percent true. What? On the lead on the lead up to WrestleMania, people knew Cody well, was coming yes, back. Well, yes, but if you didn't, if the internet wasn't around, you would have never. I mean, let's yeah. be honest. If the, the first internet time was around, we never would have. The first time we saw uh, uh, Cody Rhodes at AEW, he was sledgehammering a throne. You I know, know what I mean? yeah, so that it was, too. It was a kick at Triple H. Yeah, so it's like, oh, we'll never see this guy in WWE again. So yeah. never say never, man. That's, when the, that's listen, a fair when the point. price is right, okay, trust okay, me. true. But WWE didn't treat Cody nearly as bad as he did as they did with CM Punk. I mean, he got fired on his wedding day oh so what dude <laughs> so what danny's coming out here with some emotion it's here life. bro and life happens and he look what he did look what it's the same kind of thing with like the jeff jarrett situation jeff jarrett had to drop the belt to china right he charged vince mcmahon like 300 grand to do that because he was the champion night of the pay-per-view That's it's true. business it is what it is it you want it you're gonna pay me ultimate CM punk kind of yeah and cm punk kind of did the same thing in chicago so guess what? Hold this fire and baby, kiss your wife goodbye, whatever. <laughs> Walk down the aisle, you're fired. It's business though. You know what I mean? I guess. Yeah, you got to get over it one day. It's all about money. I guess I have to take what Undertaker said seriously. Never say never. Yeah. That listen, for great thing. You've watched all the Undertaker stuff, right? Mm-hmm. He always said like, if Vince ever need me, or I think Michelle McCool said it. In case break glass, in case break glass, I'll mm-hmm. come back in case you need to break glass. Yeah. I honestly thought we were going to see the Undertaker, uh, the end of the riddle when Brock came back. Yeah, when the Vince stuff happened, I was like, "Don't be shocked." We see the oh, Undertaker. Did you actually have an inkling that it might have been the Undertaker? Really? Yeah, in that spot. Why not? Wow. I mean, Vince is in trouble. Vince, and they always, bro. If you go back watch the the last ride stuff, he always said that I would always do anything for Vince, no matter what. I even said on the podcast. That's true because at WrestleMania said, 30, when he went to the hospital, Vince went with him. He said, "I don't care if this is WrestleMania, I'm going with." Vince, it's Vince's creation. That was Vince's baby. Vince, that's probably like one of the only gimmicks, Vince. Did by himself start the finish, like drawing it out. But like Vince did that. You don't know those stories, like yeah. No, I know. I'm just trying. I'm trying to think on the fly of any any other creation that he might have created that 
took the whole. I mean, look, not for nothing, he well, created no, the he, Ultimate Warrior, and that lasted the test of time too. I mean, yeah, but I mean, also, he left, also created though. the Vince McMahon. That's true. Character. So, so you're talking about uh, someone who loyal, loyal, dudes. loyal. Yeah. So you couldn't, right, say created, Sean, you couldn't say Sean was loyal. Sean was never really loyal to. I mean, yeah, but I never left. But he probably went to Vince a couple times. Like, let's move. <laughs> I'm gonna leave. Well, he this also can't, oh, he no, said no, he I'm never so heard that from the Undertaker once. Undertaker never one time brought up WCW to him. Here you go. I got one for you. Stone Cold Steve Austin. No, but he Stone Cold came up. With Where'd that. he go? He went home. He didn't want to lose to Brock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't want to lose yeah, to Brock. I'm saying like he never left. He never left the company and went somewhere else. I, I, I guess so. Okay, but I mean, like, true. but he ain't as loyal as Taker was. No, Taker was John Cena's the judge. Also very Kane? loyal. John Cena's Dude, also Kane one that's is loyal. In so much trouble. Well, I, listen, Maybe I don't really so much trouble. I don't really care about. Like, I'm not a politic, a politic guy, I and mean, we're right. we're not here to talk oh. politics either. Is but, there something wrong? No, but you know, Kane is the mayor of whatever he is, or the governor somewhere in Kentucky. So the Roe vs Wade thing came out, and he. Made comments no. and like pages all over him. Uh, right. Oh, they're they're destroying yeah, Kane mind. right now. All right, I'm well, all Twittergram. That sucks. All right, well, it, does, event, it does. It does. Like Kane. But yeah, you're right. The Undertaker definitely has stood the test of time. He had he has no career without Vince McMahon. So you got to give a shout out to Vince yeah. for that one. Yep. So all right, a little bit more nostalgia. We'll get off the Cena thing for a second. All right, Danny, all time mm-hmm. favorite wrestler ever, and not named, Ooh. not named. Dave Destruction. Not named Dave Destruction. <laughs> Who's your favorite wrestler? I know. You were going to say me. It's okay. It's cool. All right. Um, all time? Yeah. All time favorite wrestler. Oh, okay. So wait, uh, can it be a current guy? Kind of? If, yeah, of course. I mean, if he's, if he's yeah. your current favorite. And I got to go with Jericho. He's got to be my favorite of all time. Like, like we've been saying, he is managed to reinvent himself every day. Time he comes back, and now he's a wizard. Yeah, he probably he (laughs) now he's a wizard. Out of all the WCW guys that came over, he probably like he made made the biggest impact. Yeah, out of all, and he managed to bring like no matter who he pretty much was teamed up with, Kevin Owens, uh, a few other guys, he always managed to make them big stars. It's true. That's why. That's and that's why. Do you think that's going to work in in AEW? Do you think the guys like Daniel Garcia? Yeah, huff and puff, because I don't see it either. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm trying to think. I mean, everybody has potential in the ring. Mm -hmm. I I see, as James Ellsworth said, every man with two hands has a fighting chance. You think James Ellsworth said that? Yeah. (laughs) 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 Fucking Ellsworth. Oh, my God. I'm just saying. I could beat the shit out of James Ellsworth. Anybody. You know what's funny? <laughs> Anybody. If you watch such a punk ass. It's so I've funny that you just a... said that because if you go back, you know, Joey Janela does spring break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a Joey Janela spring break and it's Riddle. Versus, it's Matt Riddle versus Ellsworth. And they're telling Riddle, like, your matches against Ellsworth, like, for the first time, for real. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? I'll <laughs> beat the shit out of him. And I'm like, dude, he, I, I'm like, what? Yeah. Anyway. Why? So, Anyways. anyway. So, fighting. So, two hands, fighting chance. Okay. Yeah. It, it, I, I don't know if he could, but I think he has a really good idea on how to. I mean, he's the inner circle thing. Great, thi- great thing that you know it did uh-huh. for like Jake Hager, all of that. But uh, Jer, what is it? The, the Jericho, Jericho Alliance, the Jericho, Jericho Alliance some- Society, or yeah, the Jericho yeah. Jericho Appreciation Society. That's a little different. That's a different story than like the inner circle was. I think the inner circle was really a good idea. But, but- do you know why the uh, J- Jericho Society works? Because they're calling yeah. themselves superstars. That's and I true. said that on the show when I, I was like. If you go back on the show like three weeks ago, I said to him and Tommy, I was like, yo, the new Jericho thing is going to work because they're calling themselves superstars. So he's going basically against yeah, the more WWE. You, the so more you like say you know, how much of a superstar you are, I think you can become that superstar. Yep, I think 100% it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. Interesting. So, I mean, it's a very big possibility that I think you can make them big stars like Sammy Guevara and everything, but... 
Well, what do you think about a guy like The Miz? I think The Miz, again, has great potential in the ring, and he does. He, I loved his Intercontinental title reign in WWE. The greatest like Intercontinental champion of all time? I wouldn't say he's the greatest of all time, but I now would. Now you're going to spark Rob here. I'm just, I'm curious to know where he I is. Wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't say he's the greatest of all time, but i definitely say he's in the running for that. Okay. I mean, he, I mean, his feud with Dolph Ziggler for that Intercontinental title. <laughs> My boy, bro. He lives, he's living the dream. I mean, like I said, his feud with Dolph Ziggler was amazing. I think he does great work with that title. He made that title relevant Thank again. you. He did. Promos, <laughs> everything. But, I mean, Rob's finding a new best friend on the he's show. He's a star, bro. Tommy, you're definitely fired. <laughs> Keep going. No, like I said, he he definitely made that title worth something again. But once once the Miz lost that title, he hasn't been as relevant as he could. I be. agree. So I you agree. think? But now I always said, you know, the guy makes the title. The title doesn't make the guy, That's right? True. Do you, do you think that Miz needs a title storyline to stay as relevant as possible? No, I don't think he does. I think what he really needs is something. To push him further, like it doesn't necessarily need to be a title. It needs to be a good storyline. He hasn't sure, been in a right good storyline since that Dolph Ziggler thing. That's why he was so good with him with the Intercontinental title. Yeah, speaking of speaking of stars that they ruined, Dolph Ziggler, <laughs> he's the, one of the greatest he was wrestlers just NXT I've ever champion. seen. Yeah, I know, but I'm just, just saying, like you talk, about, you talk about a guy with all no. the talent in the world. I, when I just, see him, I see Shawn Michaels. Oh, 100%. Oh, he time. Could you know what it is? I almost Michaels. think, and, I, and not that I'm... That Michaels is like... Yeah. It's I, like, I see him, I see Shawn Michaels every time. Yeah, but I know, but I'm saying, do you think like maybe like Shawn's like... find out. Look, man. I mean, if you remember correctly, Shawn Michaels... Was kind of like how Chris Jericho was viewed. Chris Jericho was always sh- viewed as the next Shawn Michaels, but Jericho pushed away from that and he became a bigger star than Shawn. Well, no, I wouldn't say bigger star than he was, but Whoa, I'd say he definitely became. <laughs> I definitely say he became a bigger star than he would have if he was viewed as the next Shawn Michaels. hundred percent. I see. I see what you're saying. Shawn Michaels ruined a lot of careers. Though. Yeah, I wouldn't say that it's always the greatest thing to be c- compared to a different. But he also like could that. do that though, right? Yeah. Like, Shawn, he 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 was so good. It's not even like there's not one person that big sh- that Shawn Michaels sucks yeah. because it's like you can't, you can't. No, the only, you the only can't argument you'll hear is, a, is, is are you Brett? Are you Shawn? Well, like well, are you that, Brett? Team Brett? Team But you still admit that both of them are great wrestlers. That's the bar. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's but the like bar. I'm saying, like he was so good that he could go in the back and be like Vince, like this guy sucks. Right. Like, you're listening. It's me or nobody. Right. You know what I mean, it's like 100%. he could do that. You know what I mean? Oh, definitely. So it's, Jericho could do that too, and I guess I think 100% Jericho is going to go back to WWE to just to have his Hall of Fame run. Jericho's very mad that that him and Owens didn't get to WrestleMania. Res- oh yeah, they were supposed to main event, but then Vince said no, and then he also told Jericho when he got backstage that was the worst match I've ever seen yeah. at WrestleMania. Well, he said to Kevin Owens, he didn't say it to Jericho. No, he said it's a. He said it's. Oh wait, did he say it? To he Kevin said to Kevin Owens. Wait, no, about no. which match? The their the, the friendship, universe, friends, friendship the, of festivals. The U.S. title match. It was supposed to be for the Universal title, but then Vince decided not to. There's a whole. It's a pretty good thing on it. Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. he says it to Owens. He no, never think, said it to Vince. I, uh, maybe he did. Maybe say I'm it. wrong, but I'm pretty sure because I, I, I know it's on video. Oh yeah, you're right because Owens. he said it to Kevin Owens, but Jericho's like, yeah, I never heard anything about that because he would never say it to Jericho. Yeah, he would never say it to him. That's a best friend. Yeah, that's a best friend. Danny, speaking of good matches, what is your favorite? match of all time that's a tough one that you've seen live that i've seen live live. well that's oh that's a completely different question Ooh, oh that's a tough one um hmm. i i'd have to go with the 2010 royal rumble i'd have to go with that one 
the 2010 I, Royal Rumble Edge match. Winning? Yeah, the 2010 Royal Rumble match. Edge wow. winning, coming back from coming yeah, back. Yeah, it injury. had a great story. Shawn Michaels needed to win just to get that, just to get back at the top, just so he can have his career. Wait, was this the finals? Uh, Michaels and Taker? No, this was that was 2007. Oh. Michaels was supposed to be like he was supposed he wanted to get to the top to face the Undertaker one more time because Undertaker was world champion. Was this at that the point. the Kurt Angle? Angle that started? No, no, no. He what he wanted was at that time, Shawn Michaels wanted to face the Undertaker one more time. He didn't care what it would take. That's what led it to be career versus street. Oh, so he was trying to win the Royal Rumble. Win the yeah, Royal Rumble. Yeah. Champion? yeah, Undertaker was the world champion. He beat Rey Mysterio that night to become world champion. Before okay. the Rumble happened? Right before the Rumble happened. Okay, so so how so what how did Shawn end up facing Taker then? Is that the same year that Michaels showed up like at Elimination s- Chamber? Yes, that's exactly it. That's the exact year. That's the one I'm talking about. Storyline, dude. Yeah, and that and involved that one involved Cena and Triple H. They were in a heavy feud at the time. So wait, wait. So so Michael Edge wins the Rumble. I also want to point this out. In the middle of the match, CM Punk just took a mic and just went, "I am the greatest. I will be the first Straight Edge Society or Straight Edge member to be the Royal Rumble winner." I will be the first ever winner. Did of he this. ever? Sam Punk never edge. won. Sam Punk never won. Royal Rumble, he never won a Royal Rumble. No, but money in the bank. He won. He did win money in the bank twice, but twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. But uh, like I said, it had so many things going into it that just made it so perfect. So how did Michaels end up facing Taker though? Michaels ended up costing. Uh, Undertaker the in belt. the Elimination Chamber. Oh, so they wouldn't Jericho. fight for the belt. They'd fight just normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and then he also said, I want one more match. I will put my entire career to face you one no, more no, time. No, 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 no. No, no, you're right. It was it Taker. Was, he was, it was like, Taker that I'll said, put I my streak you, on it. If you're you putting put your career, career on it. Yeah, that's right. That, that build-up. I was thinking of Sean. You want to talk about all-time entrances. Was that the one where Sean came from the heavens? Or was that the first one? That was the first one. Oh, that was great. Yeah, that was great. But I... This also reminded me that entrance at the Elimination Chamber. That's when Undertaker got burned by the uh, by the oh, pyro yeah, malfunction. Yeah, he got burned by the pyro. Oh, yeah, that's right. I yeah, about that. Oh man. Well, there, there's so much. There's so much we can. There's so many roads you can go down as far as uh, nostalgia. So Jericho is your favorite of all time. The 2010 mm-hmm. Rumble is your favorite event that happened ever. Yeah. Um, it it would either be a tie between that one or the No Mercy match between Dolzegger and Miz. It would be a tie between those. I two. have one last question for you. All right. Do you watch? You've watched WCW. Familiar with WCW? I am familiar with WCW. There is a wrestler in WCW. <clears throat> His name is Disco Inferno. <laughs> Do you think I'm being? It's 100 serious. Okay. Do you think Disco Inferno deserves being the WWE Hall of Fame? Not the Hall of Fame. We can't. I don't want to say WWE Hall of Fame because he was never in WWE. No. But he's done a lot of work in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Does he be, should he be considered for the Hall of Fame? I re, if I remember correctly, didn't he have a few other gimmicks besides Disco Inferno? Well, he was Glengar- He was himself in Impact. He also mm-hmm. was a Booker in Impact, as he was also a Booker yeah. in WCW during the Goldberg time. During mm-hmm. the Kevin. Do you believe he should be in the, the Hall of Fame? No, I can't say it. No, oh, man. All right, it was nice knowing you. <laughs> You're breaking, breaking uh, uh, Sorry. I, don't, I didn't we'll see anything special out. in the gimmick. That's, you have that's, to watch it again. He, You know, he, won, <laughs> he was 1995, Gimmick of the year? Really? Do you know what his this finisher no was? Do you know what his yeah, finisher yeah, was? Yeah. I do not remember. It's the chart buster. Do you know what the chart buster was? It yeah. was a stone cold stunner. Yeah. How about that? Hmm? Stolen. Now go back and watch. Uh, uh, everything so in wrestling so is you're stolen. You're saying Stone Cold stole the Stone Cold. Do you know where Stone Cold got him. the stunner from? Huh? Do you know where Stone Cold got the stunner from? 
Disco Inferno? No, he got it from uh, Michael. You know who Michael Hayes is? He, oh. He's uh, one of the Freebirds. He's very yeah, important yeah, in the back. He's the one who interviewed him, Austin 316. Oh, yeah. Promo. That's yeah. who Michael. He, yeah. he did like a, something kind of like it. Mm-hmm. And Austin was doing the Ringmaster chokehold or whatever it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was oh, doing the million dollar the million dream. Dollar yeah, dream. and he was like, they were like practicing. He was like, dude, you can use this move right here. And then Austin kind of, if you watch like the first time Austin ever did it, I think it was Savio, Savio Vega. And you just keep watching it. And, and then he like, almost killed like, Jake the Snake with it. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> couldn't sell that for, for shit. real. It was, oh, oh man. man. But that's how that's how he got. There right. A lot of people couldn't sell the stunner, though. I mean, think Linda McMahon. He did great. Vince couldn't do it. <laughs> the first time. The first, time, one? The first time. Oh, my God. The first God. time was bad. The first and the last neck. stunner Vince ever took were the worst I've ever seen. <laughs> How funny is that? The first and the last, last. are the worst ones yeah. he's ever that done. That last one was well, no, bad. No, no. I mean, the last yeah, one was 80 something years old. Yeah, so me, whatever. And, me and Dave were sitting out here, like, as he hits the ropes, we're like, what's going on here, dude? Just fall out of the ring. Don't even take the stunner. He was about to hit him with a stunner. He didn't even drop yet before Vince already fell out of it. Hey, listen, we're trying to get God. this thing going right you know pat mcafee's wrestling all the yeah. time we want dave destruction <laughs> versus pat mcafee oh, chop yeah. sports oh, yeah. versus the pat mcafee yeah, show oh, totally we got to sure. get this started on your podcast you got to share you it go. out there so we Danny, need it to be one worldwide last thing. Right. prediction time all right since so you're good at predictions and you know this shit mm-hmm. what is john cena gonna do tonight on monday night raw oh. Okay. What's his role coming back? Okay. If any at all. Maybe he doesn't have a role. Maybe, maybe he's just he does Maybe he's just coming to celebrate. But what I think is going to happen, mm-hmm. I think he's just going to come back, you know, enjoy it. And then maybe at Money in the Bank, he's going to come in and he's going to he's gonna cost Theory the match for the U.S. title against Bobby Lashley. Ooh, okay. All right. Wow, oh, that makes – I forgot they're doing the Lashley. Day. I like it. Lashley. Because, you know, he's been – Austin Theory's been talking about John yeah. Cena a lot. He has, yeah. But he they're did. doing Bobby Lashley, uh, Austin yeah. Theory. Uh. He, That's why – probably call him Cena's out tonight. Cena's in, in Money in the Bank. He'll yeah. probably call Austin Theory out tonight. He'll be like, listen, punk, don't put my name <laughs> in your mouth or something like that. <laughs> and, then, and then he's going to talk some trash. And then at Money in the Bank, he's going to come out and cost him. I like it. There you go. Like That's it. the way All it should finish. Well, listen, Danny, we want to thank you for coming on in here today, bro. Spitting, dropping some knowledge with the Chop Sports Fight Factory. You can follow the Fight Factory on Instagram, which, by the way, Rob, I got to get you the password for all that so you can run the damn thing. Oh, yeah, you, would, you would put so much more stuff yeah. than I could. Um, so follow that. Subscribe to the podcast. Let this grow. We are trying to be the number one pro wrestling podcast out there. We're in the infant stages right now. We're making our way. We're such a better show flow without Tommy. I'm, I'm the <laughs> guarantee that he will uh, have his pink slip waiting for him here at Chop Studios when he gets back. So for Wrestling Rob and Dave Sturgeo, and of course, the main man, Danny Walsh, this has been another episode of the Chop Sports Fight Factory. We'll see you guys next week.